0: Hello, hello, welcome to Random Acts of Living. I'm your host, Emilia Nordhuk. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited about the story that I have to tell you. So let's go ahead and just dig right into the meat of it. Welcome, welcome, gentle listener to another episode of Random Acts of Living. I have a really special treat for you today. As you're well aware, I've been traveling and I'm in the great city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is fantastic. And I have had the immense pleasure of spending um, a couple of days with this fantastic artist, um, Laura Jean McLaughlin. And she has worked on, uh, she's well, she's done so many different things. Like I, can, I can't I can even begin to describe what types of things she's done from sculpture, from ceramic, mosaics, to painting, to woodcuts, to cat care, to plant care, to every kind of care. Anyway, but she has this great, great manifesto. Called the Schlumpy Funk Manifesto, and she is here with us today, or I am here with her in her beautiful studio. Hi, Laura Jean. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you?
1: Good, thank you so much for stopping through Pittsburgh, and it's
0: wonderful to see you and spend
1: some time with you.
0: It's fantastic. So, um, I'm so happy to be here. I, I just, even though it's a really rainy day in Pittsburgh, I'm really happy to be in a city that seems to support artists so much. And so, Laura Jean, um, could you tell us a little bit about the Schlumpy Funk Manifesto, please?
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, it kind of came about really organically. Um, a friend. Well, two of my friends, uh, Bob Ziller and Dave Grimm and I were, you know, sitting around and talking, talking about art and just, uh, you know, some different things. And we just started talking about giving a name to kind of the aesthetic that kind of exemplifies all three of our work. And and so it kind of, I've been saying the word kind of schlumpy for a while and just kind of it was actually a a McLaughlin word which growing up we said schlumpy a lot which is actually a Yiddish word about being kind of disheveled or unkempt and um, so and I think the word funk has roots in uh, the jazz movement and it actually was part of there was a ceramic movement that was called the Funk Movement in the 70s with Robert Arneson and Mm -hmm. Viola Frey. Um, And the Funk Movement kind of had poked fun at uh, kind of mainstream art, um, but it had kind of a uh, political undertone, but it was very, very slick. So we were just talking about how schlumpy funk is kind of the disheveled version (laughs) of the Funk Movement. And... That was pretty much how it came about, just, like, talking about art and different things. And so um, that was the origins of it. Okay. And then since then, we've we've included, we did the initial uh, Schlumpy Funk Manifesto came out 10 years ago, and uh, the newer revised version, we invited more artists and kind of even think of it in a broader sense, not
0: only with art, but also music
1: and fashion. And, Mm -hmm.
0: um, so I like that. I like it a lot. And, um, for those of you listening, um, I will go ahead and uh, put all of Laura Jean's information in the show notes so that you can go and see exactly how fantastic this work is. Um, not only is it just, um, like colorful and lively and whimsical but I feel like it just has its own spirit you know like it's very um I don't know how how do you think of it and and how do you come up with your um your inspiration for your sculptures and your mosaics
1: a lot of it's very stream of consciousness uh and so i've been kind of in the practice of drawing every single morning and that's part of it i think for me whenever i sit down to create i try to actually not think about anything and just kind mm-hmm. of let whatever come out come out <laughs> and so we're all just like these huge sponges that take in so much information and We're not necessarily understanding everything, but I think, like, if you can, whenever you're creating and you're making art, you're just letting stuff come out, and the trick is not to second-guess the marks that you put down. So, you know, much like even Pablo Picasso, he would say he would just put one light on a canvas and and not, and he would leave all his thoughts outside of the room, and he would just never second guess a mark that he put down. So that's kind of what I try to um, aspire to, is just, you know, we all have these really wonderful stories to Mm -hmm. tell, because we have, you know, everybody's experiencing something completely different. And so if you just kind of allow it to come out, because I think sometimes if you're, second-guessing things and you're overthinking things and it's not kind of it loses the true essence and so I think that for me that's what kind of the idea or the feeling behind the (laughs) schlumpy movement is just kind of allowing things and it also uh, I think the whole wabi-sabi which is a Japanese aesthetic that um, that really kind of values imperfection and Because I I think, you know, an example of it would be if you're raking leaves Mm -hmm. and you just leave some of it kind of undone, I think there's a beauty to that. Or even seeing things, if you see, you know, some rusting old piece of machinery or whatever, there's there's a beauty to it. So I think it's Mm -hmm. just kind of embracing that beauty of, because it has a story, it's lived a life, even if it's, you know, a piece of machinery, (laughs) there's a story behind it
0: right well and i think that's really true uh, um especially with with us as humans and how we live our lives right and you know i i like the idea of wabi-sabi and uh, in how it relates to like any given day in my life and you know it's like you know when i work on something in creating you know it it really is that that ideal of of looking for the imperfection you know in that perfect piece or the perfection within the imperfection yeah um so um, as i look around at your studio and there's just so much here for the eye to take (laughs) in It's, it's really um if anyone's in the pittsburgh area you should come down and check it out um it's it's just astonishing and and i think wow like what what piece here um can you point to and like tell me the story of
1: um, so i that the piece there's a the sculpture with there's a bird coming out of the girl's uh chest, and then she has kind of um you know the glaze is kind of dripped over her and then she has different elements coming out of her feet but the feet are actually heads
0: <laughs> oh i didn't <laughs> so notice that sculpture, yeah, yeah so there so there's
1: so that piece was is kind of a perfect example of mm-hmm. slumpy funk in terms of not only when i was building it um you know when i got to maybe the feet part they i just kind of allowed them to become other uh, humans and then even within that there's pottery there's broken pieces Mm -hmm. so a lot of times even you know you you might have broken pottery at home or just different things you might find so I've even started kind of including those things I think the bird that's uh, coming out of her chest that was from a thrift store down the street wow so a lot of times they just found things, so I I have a lot of different things kind of laying around, and I, you know, maybe someday I'll use it, and maybe someday I won't. But just the process for me of creating is really a lot of fun, just kind of putting things together mm-hmm. and kind of seeing what happens. And I I usually don't glaze things like that, like just um, kind of dripping glazes on top. But I think that one, I you know, I think just it just felt right and so a lot of it is just when you're creating art i think the trick half the time is knowing when to stop but it's really just kind of a feeling thing of of uh of whatever and it's also using things that are in different stages of their life like so the the broken cup or whatever that would have been thrown away Mm -hmm. perhaps it's given a new life included in this sculpture
0: yeah. So
1: I think that's kind of even embracing the imperfection of the old piece, and then um, making something completely different from it.
0: Yeah. No. And I really, I I really like the way that um, the the chest kind of opens up, and and instead of like a heart, there's like a bird flying out. And um, yeah, it really is. It's quite different from the way you glaze your other work, which is very painterly. So um, yeah, I really um, we, we'll show a picture of this. <laughs> it's it's quite it's quite amazing, and and then again, it like um, I, I'm always inspired um, by your ability to uh, to draw every day. Like to me, that's something that just seems like amazing and um and you've inspired me to take that up so i hope i can be as um as committed as you are um what are some some ways in which you um you help yourself like get into that space for for doing those daily drawing meditations is it at the same time or do you create a certain space around you do you turn everything off or or do you just say fuck the world this is what i'm doing? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I actually, I, you know, feed my cats, do that little routine first thing in the morning, feed the birds, have everybody kind of set, make my coffee, and then um, I light a candle that's one of those candles that makes, that's like a wooden wick, so it makes a really nice sound, Mm -hmm. Um, and I have my heating pad, put that (laughs) around my neck, and then I sit down on the couch. Um, and I usually have four cats that want to sit with me, so I'll have a cat on my lap, and you know, the other ones, one's on my shoulder, literally, Um, so I just kind of sit there, and it's kind of my meditation time, and, um, and I just kind of know whenever it's about the time to draw, and I, sometimes when I'm meditating, I might think of something but uh, most of the time I don't know what I'm going to draw until I I open my my sketchbook and I always use the Moleskine Mm -hmm. um, sketchbooks and sometimes it's almost like cloud watching I'll just kind of look at the blank page and just just start drawing and not necessarily know what's going to come out but sometimes I'll be like oh you know I just saw or I just you know saw a video of elephants doing something early you know earlier yesterday or whatever so yeah. there's sometimes I can figure out where the ideas came from and a lot of times I won't know until you know later or I'll never realize where the drawings but it just really helps me start my day um off feeling right so I I won't leave the house until I get my my drawing done <laughs> so it's just my little routine that makes me kind of feel right about everything and I I That's awesome. just try not to judge it or some you know and it's always interesting to see which ones people like more than others and you mm-hmm. know I, I never never really know so
0: so how long does this ritual take you is it or, is, or do you just not attach a time frame to it it takes
1: yeah it takes as long like Sometimes, I think they're, you know, maybe around 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. but they're not very long at all. Um, I, I just make sure I have enough time to do all my little routines <laughs> before I have to leave the house. I literally... Don't leave the house for almost four hours um, till I get through all my routines. so if I have to get out of the house early, I, I have to wake up super early, but I always make sure I have enough time to do my drawings.
0: Wow, and I think this is so amazing I, and I, have you ever had a moment where where nothing came? No <laughs> I just once I put
1: my pen down mm-hmm. and start drawing, like I, you know, it just, it just starts. And I think I always, I, I have noticed I usually start with a figure. If it, mm-hmm. it's a lot of times, it's probably me. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say, yeah, those are all self-portraits, but sometimes I, I'm not in it at all. But it's usually a figure, and I'll, st- I start with the nose for some reason.
0: Oh. <laughs> so funny i don't know why but that's my starting point well you do have a great nose well thanks. so you know maybe that's it no well, yeah. oh, i think that's um i i think that's a really important thing uh, like like having a practice having a meditation a way to organize your thoughts like whatever Um, whatever each of our uh, you know, our art or our gift or our writing is I always, you know I also admire people who sit down and journal or, you know, write every day And, and and I think, yeah, like being able to, because you post stuff on Instagram and so I see these drawings and I've just like, so I've been watching, like so we met like in 2013 so I've been watching your Instagram for a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) And, and that's, you know, but sometimes it just takes a long time to be, you know, to finally like get that little thing, like through my noggin, like, you know, I could do that too. (laughs) Like, and also I'm a little bit dense. So it takes me a little longer. I'm just like, ah, um, and so I appreciate like the, um, the commitment to, to not just um, doing it, but to also show it, you know I think that takes a another step of like just being courageous and confident in your own work, so yeah. I really appreciate that and 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 I think it does inspire people well, thank you so and I think also you taking your taking care of the thirteen cats is inspirational. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh they bring me a lot of joy, so it's too many but um, yeah no i I feel really fortunate to you know just be able to create every day and uh, be surrounded by you know, so many wonderful people and animals and um, but yeah it's just I think it helps me with my art too, just in terms of i'm I'm just making it because I'm making it and just not mm-hmm. even trying to think of necessarily where it's going to go or what it's going to be, I think that's really freeing, you know, for the rest of my day, just to kind of be able to kind of go with the flow, and whatever comes in your way, just kind of, okay, because it, you know, things happen, and it just, it always
0: turns out okay, so that's... Right, right, it does, indeed. And um, when you're working with, uh, because you're working with a a documentarian for um for this um for schlumpy funk is that the name of it it's, or it's the name okay. of the documentary yes okay and um and what what is your hope with like sharing this with people like how, like what do you hope that people walk away with from um i i think it's just
1: I guess I haven't really (laughs) thought about (laughs) what I think it's just kind of fun sharing um, there's other a lot of other people who just kind of other artists and just people that you know take different parts of take what they have and just work Mm -hmm. with it and just it's kind of all exploratory and not really knowing how things are going to turn out and I think it is almost like a way of living, yeah. <laughs> the schlumpy funk way of living, <laughs> um, just just to kind of be okay with whatever and and not worry. It kind of just kind of frees you up to just express yourself however you're going to express yourself, and um, and maybe you know it may inspire somebody in their artwork or their their way of their way of life. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think that I think I'm excited to um, to see everything you know put together because i you've shown me a couple of the other artists who um, who are are part of this and um, I it's, it's 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 just very vibrant, vibrant and very exciting and um, and and there was one thing that that caught my um, attention when you were talking about um, the wabi sabi. Um, just how sometimes in in wabi-sabi and in different traditions there's a little bit of taking oneself a bit too seriously and <laughs> <laughs> and so i think that that's um i think that's something that i i it resonated with me because i i do have that background in pottery and in you know japanese porcelain and raku and i'm like oh yes wabi-sabi <laughs> and and and, yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm an imposter in wabi-sabi land, you know, because I am schlumpy <laughs> and funky. <laughs> so you're a total schlumpy funkster. <laughs> sh- oh, yay! <laughs> i made it. Awesome. Wow. I think everybody has
1: schlumpy funk in them. Yeah, so- I always, I always say um, when I was in graduate school that I did a – little video of what is art and went around and interviewed people what their idea and just anybody what what they thought art was and it was just really interesting some of the best answers were people who had no were not artists were not professors Mm -hmm. or whatever it's just you know I'll never forget the mailman actually had the best answer to what is art and so art can really be
0: anything what 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 was his answer <laughs> <Do you remember? laughs> I can't remember. No. I'm sorry. So go no, ahead. no, no. But art can be anything.
1: It, it can be anything, and I, I just think sometimes, like you said, taking things too seriously or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times, art school will do that. That it, it, you know. So I think just taking and choosing, and um I don't know, just having fun with things, and
0: yeah. I I like that um, because I'm 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 very much uh, I can take myself far far too seriously and and I believe that you know when you get out of that space and you lose your joy and and like you don't even realize that it's happening but all of a sudden you're like whoa what happened this is not fun anymore and not like you know there's a lot of like technical problem solving that goes on with like ceramics and making art and making music and writing and all this stuff. But, but there's still the joy, you know, needs to be a real part of that art making. And, and that's what I guess that's what I feel that comes through with the schlumpy funk. (laughs) And also, I just really like saying that. (laughs) That's part of the fun. Yeah. No, I, I
1: I really believe in that. Just um, yeah, just really trusting whatever you have inside of you is is okay, and it's you know just allow it to come out and be okay with it and have fun. So, uh
0: oh, that's beautiful. And with that, we are going to go tuck all the little cats into bed <laughs> and call it a night. So thank you so much for sharing this with us. And um, we will uh, post everything in the, in the show notes. Well, thank you so much, Amelia. It's been really wonderful. So thank really. you. Great. Thanks. And everybody, you've got to get down to fifty-one eleven. Penn street, Penn Avenue, Penn Avenue. Look at that. I've only been here twice and I know it by heart. You can do this people. (laughs) All right. Thanks. And we will talk to you later. Aloha. Thank you for joining me. And if you found this interesting or provocative or maddening, well, leave me a review and tell me about it. Drop me a line. Let me know some of your stories. And thanks again for joining me. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day, be well, stay present. Aloha.